What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box with episode 48. We have a very, very special night tonight, my guys. It is the one-year anniversary of the first recorded Juice Box podcast, episode one. We've come a very long Ooh. way, very, very, very long way. Ooh. And I can honestly say with 100% certainty and a full heart, you guys have made me better because of this. I love you guys. Big Czar, what's up? What's up, man? I'm super excited for this. And I should start off by saying how proud I am of, of what we've managed to accomplish in the last year. It's been fun. And it's honestly like... It's changed my life for the better, I think. Like, I've become a better speaker. I can actually stand to hear my own voice. Yep. Which is just, you know, never thought that would happen. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Just super proud, guys. I love you all. Yeah, it it is. It's really weird. And it is crazy to think that it already has been one whole year. Like, time has literally been flying we started the podcast when you could shake hands and kiss people on the cheek and now you have to wear gloves and stand six feet apart but the one consistent thing is us baby we are here the boys are in the basement it's my favorite time of the entire week it's all i think about happy to be here one year we're just gonna keep rolling baby what's up tig what's up what's up yeah so it's been an awesome time i've been a little less than a year i guess but uh it's been awesome to be included in this uh, project, and I think it's been going well, and we're just continuing on the upward trajectory to the tippy top of the mountain. And once we get there, we're going to look around and realize we're only halfway there. Yes, facts. sir. From like the facts. wheel to the universe, baby. <laughs> facts, facts. But we'll just jump into this real quick. Big shout-out to Hank. We just started um, a sponsorship partnership with our buddy hank who races in the i think it's the arca arca i racing series number 63 we watched this first race the man got second place and boys it's gonna be good man he, he's been doing it for a while and i'm i'm very excited to keep watching him roll you know it's pretty awesome i, I didn't get to tune into the race but i'm definitely trying to catch whenever the next one is tuesday but it's so funny like when, when i first met hank and, like, one of the things we had in common was that we both thought that NASCAR Thunder 2003 was, like, the best video game for the PS2 era. And, like, I come to find out that he is one was one of those guys who would buy the yearly NASCAR game. I don't think you could find many people yeah. that are that dedicated. So when, when Jake told me this news, I think he told me, like, maybe two weeks ago now, he's like, Hank's won the i racing thing yeah. and he's good dude like, i he's had, winning i was like holy shit like I, seriously i had no clue and dj ham texted me and was like did you watch hank race last night and i was thinking in my head what are you talking about so i texted him back like what and he goes yeah hank has been playing those games that we've been playing since college that obviously he's been playing on ps2 for years and he's racing for money well it's crazy because the stars are aligning when the peak of the coronavirus was going on, we were saying esports are the future. I was saying NASCAR is the future. Here we are. We have our own car. We're about to sponsor a league. Potentially. Potentially. Don't don't take my word for it, you listeners out here. But I'm telling you, the stars are aligning. Everything is going how it 
the universe wants it to go. Hank Steinmiller to the top of the NASCAR esports, baby. Country roads motorsports, dude. And it is potential, but it's I would say it's probably 90% going to happen. And it'll be real cool. It'll be like one of the leagues that he's racing in right now. It'll be the one that starts in November, and it will be literally the whole league will be sponsored by the Juice Box podcast. So very, very exciting stuff. Does that mean we'll possibly be commissioners? I'm technically right. I don't think that works. No, we can we can act like we are. Yeah, but I I bet we can sway the commentators, though. And that's what I told Hank. I said, listen, Hank, obviously we want you to win. That's your goal. We want you to do the best that you can. But if you wreck and whoever wrecks Hank, I am ready to drag you through the mud. You will not take the 63 car out without consequences. And that's a fact. We need to find some way to hack into the commentator's interface and just butt in while while they're commentating on the game on a race and we'll just butt in like like we own the place. Can I can I just say kinda had like an idea that just dawned on me. Give like, it to us. Country Roads Motorsports needs to field two more drivers and we need to have a, a car for each one of our pods. That would be incredible. Like a team. Because like, that's how it is in real NASCAR. <laughs> There'll be like how what how many guys under like uh, Henrik Motorsports or whatever. I think that's the name of one of the teams. Like, yes. There's a bunch of teams. And then, you know, if, if you've ever watched Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ricky Bobby got his partner, you know, with the slingshot move. Shake and bake. Shake and bake, baby. No, we need dude, that. that. That is a good idea, though. And, dude, I don't know. We have been preaching so much about eSports and NASCAR and everything like that. So it's it's very, very exciting that it's all happening now. In a perfect world... It would be so cool, like, it wouldn't be cool, but it would be cool if you had, you know how, like, coronavirus is going on, it's still going on, but you had your, the actual NASCAR racers racing in their, their video game. Yeah. How sick would it be if, like, somehow the leagues combined and Hank just built his way up and he was racing against, like, Denny Hamlin and all of them in an actual race online? Like, how sick would that be? It could happen. I mean, it could I mean, happen. I feel like it's a possibility. I, I don't know how often the uh, like <laughs> the actual so like cool. um, pros are gonna be doing the e racing anymore. Yeah. It sounds like they're back in their actual cars. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's definitely like. I mean, because what we were talking about, there was some random people racing against the pros well, that dude, weren't like ever in an actual NASCAR circuit. And I know the past race he was just in. There, I think there were two. But there was at least one guy that was like a retired NASCAR driver. So I, I don't know. I get excited thinking about it. And what makes it even more fun for me is I already like NASCAR as it is. But to think that we could really sit here and root on Hank with our shit on his car. Like, could you imagine if we could figure out how to live stream it where we are sitting there watching Hank literally race in a game that looks as real as real gets, in my opinion, when it comes to video game things like that. We can, and um, you, you can easily do that on Twitch, where you have, like, it'll have the race going as maybe the main screen, and then our little box of, like, all of us watching in real time. Absolutely. That'd yeah. be awesome. So we'll jump topics here because I got a big question. I want all of us to answer. And you might have to think for a second, but... What do you guys think so far was your favorite episode that we ever did oh, man. throughout the whole the whole journey? 
That's a tough question, man. It, it, really, it, it really is a tough question. And just think about it. So we're sitting here in the basement right now. We used to be back there when it started. Everything that, that's gone on, we recorded one episode in the fucking kitchen. And now we're back down here. I, I don't know. I, I uh, A couple can jump out for me. I, I think one of the best ones that I enjoyed was the Nico episode. I, I thought that episode was great. Um because the interview was awesome, but then we ended up, I can't remember exactly what we talked about, but we had a long record session ourselves, so that all meshed together. That's probably one of my favorite. And then I would say, honestly, Roy Miller was incredible. Roy was, Mi- I was going to say. That was an incredible episode. I feel like we ha- I have to say that because that was the beginning of something great right yep. here. Yeah, that's where it's we... the like, first time we had all four of us together. And it's, like, basically our starting point. Like, we started to make more moves. Like, we added TIG. Then we went out and, like, got someone that could do the lighting. Like, we started doing video. Like, that was the turning point, honestly. Yeah. Shout out, Kyle. Shout yeah, out, Kyle. Shout out, shout Kyle. out Kyle. Shout out, Country Rose Barbecue. So, yeah, TIG, you were the turning point of the whole dynasty. I just turned the key. You got us <laughs> over that mountain. Yeah, but do you guys have any – I know it's tough, but do you have any that just jump out to you? I mean, I, I know we've done so many. Casey's was fun. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say um, I really actually – I really did enjoy um, Kyle's episode yeah. after mentioning well, his name. He had a really good episode, and, like, you, you know those interviews, like, where it's like the person just came prepared. Like, they're so knowledgeable on the craft. Like, just like um, – the Lovey Co. episode. Oh, well, that's like she, she killed that yeah. interview. I was going to say both the episodes with the girls. Yeah, they, they, were they both were just fun. And yeah. it was nice to see a different perspective because, you know, we're, we're all a lot alike here. We have a lot of the same thoughts and interests and stuff. And it was nice to have, you know, two girls who think differently and just who had fun with it as well and just wanted to get in on the conversation. It's always fun when you have a guest and. They're really into the conversation. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Those were really good episodes. I mean, I, I think, honestly, we hit a point where, and, and not I'm not bashing our earlier episodes at all. They were all great. But I think we hit a point where I was consistently, like, solid, solid, solid. Every time we finish an episode, in my head, I'm like, that was so solid. Like, we yeah. just, and it's to be, to be expected. We just We just got more and more comfortable as it went on. Yeah, and to think just being super transparent Normally, in the beginning, you know, not to toot our own horns, and they're not perfect, but you would think we would have had a lot of episodes that we would have scrapped, and and we've all, we only did that once. Yes. Yeah, we've only scrapped Dude, one so episode funny, here though. on the Juice Box, and we don't edit our pods either. We did a little bit at the beginning, first couple episodes where you know some hiccups or we had issues with like equipment and stuff like that. But this is all live. We don't edit. That's just how the we do it. The funniest thing was me, Jake, and Czar had our idea of the juice box game day. Oh, oh yeah. I know. And that's what we scrapped. Yeah. It was so bad. Do you guys remember? <laughs> like, we, but most of the episode, yeah, was talking about, like, I think we talked, like, fantasy sports. And then we did, yeah, what was a WVU game day, yeah. like, getting ready for it. Yeah. I'll never forget when we hit the stop button on the recording. We all looked at each other. We're like, that was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, dude, and I'll, I will forget, while we were recording that, 
I was talking about <laughs> something or you were talking about something and then I jumped in and then I just looked at JT. I was like, do you want to go? And JT was just like, nope. no. <laughs> Jake, was like, yeah. Jake was like, you got anything to add on that, JT? And I was like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really had no idea. Because realistically, with everything going on and not having sports, like I don't care to say this now, like I don't know a lot about sports. Like, I do, but, like, some people know every player on every team and who's the coach and what and all this stuff. And I, realistically, I don't know all that stuff. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? I like, mean, I'm with you there. I'm more yeah. of one of those guys that, like, you know a lot about your team you yeah. root for. And then that's basically, you know. Yeah. You could maybe name, like, in terms of football, you can maybe name the quarterback for other teams, but you're not going to have yeah. that much knowledge on the team. Like, yeah. And it's crazy to think that some weeks in the very beginning, we would choose to record when we had work the next day. Oh, God. I just remember being waking up just being so tired because that was in the beginning where we would we would actually record the episode and then sit there and, and listen, listen to, to the whole, whole thing. thing. Yeah, we did that a lot. Wow. We did I'd do be that. like, I think I'm going to sit here and listen to it. JT be like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm cool with it. <laughs> it's like, all right, start it up. I'd sit over there in that yeah. chair. I'd be sitting there. I'd be like, Ugh. like that sounded good. I think that was pretty good. <laughs> Damn, that's Dude, it's wild. crazy. Like it was. It was though. I can't lie. It was nerd. Like first episode I was on. I missed the first episode. So I was technically made my debut on the second episode in, and it was nerve wracking. Oh, it really yeah, was. I, like I was almost a little like like physically shaky like my arms i was like man like it was just it was crazy but it, i think it's wild how fast we um got comfortable and adapted yeah and and i i will say i do kind of miss that jittery and nervousness before each episode like it it goes away it, i won't say it went away quick but it goes away you know after you got your first couple solid ones that you run through but you know, there used to be times where I would sit down and just be so nervous. Oh, yeah. I mean, I blacked out the Barstool Sports episode before. I blacked out. I don't even remember what we talked about till it was <laughs> till we I listened to it again. No. I was so ner- like literally I was so nervous for that. And it's crazy because I know both those guys. Yeah. Like I knew them before. But like I swear, dude, like we were sitting here that's that's the only way I can say it. I literally blacked out. Yeah, and for anybody that can't tell, JT's face is getting like real red right now. So you could tell that you definitely seriously were oh, yeah. super nervous. I, I, I was. I yeah, I was yeah. really nervous. Well, it, it's it's just it's one of those things where growing up and seeing them is one thing, but then you start putting them on your TV, you start seeing them on your phone, you start seeing them on your computer with other big personalities that I've watched. You know, I'd say for at least two, two to three years, and then it's weird for them to just come back and you see them and how different your mind registers those people. It's definitely weird. Uh, I don't, I don't watch the uh, like a lot of barstool content like as much as you guys do, but I, I will watch the like, w- what's their series called? Where it's just basically like the, a day in the life. It's uh, kind of like their theme song, kind of almost mimics The Office. You know what I'm sorry? What series? Is yeah, it? that's the uh, stool scenes. Yeah, stool oh, scenes. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Like I'll watch those on YouTube, and it is crazy when you all of a sudden like you're just seeing these faces that you grew up with, like, 
and they were always around. Like I played football with with Kyle and stuff. It's it's just it's funny. It is funny. I played football with them too once. Yeah, <laughs> and then you never that did was, again. That was the last time. But do you, do you have any that stick out to you that you can think of that episode wise? Um, definitely. Uh, definitely. Like, I guess my episode because I was like the guest for that, and then I had a nice confession to the world on how many testicles I have. <laughs> so that was great. That's um, awesome. And then uh, the Nico one for sure, just because like, I just played hockey with him all my life and stuff, and that was really cool and really different. Um, another one I was here for, it wasn't. It was on the tobacco pipe, was um, the Drew O'Connell oh, yeah. oh, yes. episode one, where I was here for just like helping produce the first time he came, and that was just like such a different, like interesting life story to hear. And uh, yeah, I was just like, I was just like grateful I got to hear it and stuff, and like I took something from it, well, it as well it, as I'm sure all the listeners did. Yeah, and it really, it really does. Like episodes like that, and when you just listen to those kind of stories, it really does put life into perspective. And that's why you know, life is so hectic. That's why I enjoy this so much because it's like one of the constant things that I have in my life every week. So I, I don't know. It's and like you guys said. I feel like I've become such a better speaker too. Like I can formulate sentences better in my head. I I just I have a much better time engaging in conversation. So that's a cool thing too for sure. Yeah. The, yeah, I definitely agree there. Um I think just my compu- communication skills in general have gotten better. I started that sentence, but I can still communicate pretty good. <laughs> But pretty not well. even, not even like, yeah, pretty. <laughs> no, not even like intelligently. Just like, not saying I use like big words or anything, but I can just hold a conversation better. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean. I could talk. I could. I, I've realized about myself, like if I'm ever, uh, you know, up at you know the char house by myself, sitting at the bar while one of my buddies is bartending, I can talk to people sitting next to me, and I don't even know them. You know what I mean? I could. I couldn't do that before. I can honestly say, like before. I, you know, I just, I just, I didn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's cool. I mean, we got, we've become better people. Absolutely, man. For sure. But I, I don't know. It's, it's definitely, it's been such a, such a wild ride. Yeah. But moving on, I have to tell you guys about uh, this crazy, crazy, vivid dream that I had. Oh. I think it was probably last week now. And when I say vivid, I it was. I thought it was real life. You know, I, I woke up sweating. It was crazy. So it was so realistic, too. So that's why it seemed so like it actually happened. I was sitting. We were out on the deck, me, Jake, and Hazel. You know, go figure. That's my life. <laughs> um, but we were just chilling. Okay. And then this helicopter comes flying over. And it's crashing. And it, we're like, what the hell's going on? And it's crashing. It crashes probably over there in Fulton. Okay. And then. All these fighter jets are flying across, and it's like we're getting terrorist attacked, okay? And me and Jake, we're out here, and I, I yell at Jake. I'm like, Jake, we got to go! <laughs> and, like, he picks up Hazel, and we're running across the field here, here, but in my dream it seemed like it was, like, a mile-long field. Yeah. We're running across the field here, and it's, like, Red Dawn. Like, there's bombs going off behind us. And, like, we're, we're running for dear life over here to get over to, to our arsenal over here. And it, then, I mean, it was real quick, like, the scary part. So I woke up real quick. But it was, it was so vivid. 
Like it was it was nuts. Like I it was just I had to I had to share that with you guys. That's honestly a pretty cool dream. It, it, yeah, <laughs> I, like I don't know. That's gets the adrenaline oh pumping. Oh yes, it did. Because <laughs> it, it's freaky because I don't you know, in my head I always wonder what would happen if something like that would happen. I don't think it ever would, but just to think with what's going on right now in the world, to have a a vivid dream like that probably would have scared me half the day. Oh yeah. It was definitely scary when I woke up. But like Zar said, it was kinda cool though, you know. Yeah. It was exciting. Like you'd you would watch that movie with yourself oh, starring oh, no in it. You know, it what I mean? was almost that way. Like I was almost watching it happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's vivid dreams like that or I don't know, are they considered lucid dreams? Is that what is that what that is? A lucid dream? Like very like you're almost it's like it's actually happening. Yeah. yeah. Those, those are those are wild and yeah. and normally when I have a dream like that it is always something like crazy. Yeah. It isn't just like you have a a vivid dream or a lucid dream about like something normal. Yeah. yeah. It's always just something like wild. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Like the chemicals in your brain, man. Have you guys ever had a it's weird sleep paralysis? Yes, that's the worst. Dude, oh my god, I, hate I haven't it. had it in a in a while now. I have to knock on wood for that because it's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, it's horrible. I don't think I've ever had it. Well, I, I consider that. Can you describe sleep paralysis well, for I'll, the listeners? I'll, I'll consider. I'll describe it as what I think it is. So, it's like you're half awake and you're half dreaming, and you can't move. Like you literally can't move, or you can't like yell or anything. So, Jake, there was a time a few months ago where I was waking up every night yelling. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and dude. I, that's what it was because I was, like, half awake trying to get out of it. So I would start yelling, like, in my dream. Dude, I would wake up at 3 or 4 in the morning and JT would be going, ah, ah, And, like, ah, sometimes ah. I, w- I would yell for help. Like, be like, Help me! Like, help <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> and, like, you just, like, you can't move, and it's very scary. Like, is that what you think it is? Uh, yeah, so yeah. It, it only happens to me in the mornings, like, early morning. And, yeah, it's like it's like I woke up, but the rest of my body didn't wake up yet. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can't move anything. Yes, exactly. And, and you can't, for me at least, I can't talk either yeah. or, like, do a, a loud yell. What What basically happens is, like, this guttural noise where i'm like uh, it's kind of <laughs> until, the same thing. until like you like it's weird you like break out of it yeah it's so weird that's literally me though like I'll, I'll do the uh thing and then i'll i'm like awake now yeah but i'm still yelling you still but in like dude you like get what i'm saying that like, feeling will, it, yeah your brain starts going too and then you start getting that thought like right before you break out of it like is this permanent? Yeah, it's almost like I broke out of a coma and I was I'm still yelling. Like, Dude, it's because your brain's stuck in that other universe which ties back to my dream theory. Your brain is stuck in that other universe and that's the only time sleep paralysis is the only time where you get to be dialed in to both universes at the same time when you're physically know that you're here. But your mind is in a different place. I'm a fucking genius, dude. I yeah, literally cracked the case. You need to write a book of theory on it. I, I legit might. I swear. But have you guys... Make a blog post. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever get, like, pink eye 
where you would wake up and your um, your oh, eyelashes yeah. would be tied together. So you would be trying to open your eyes, but you physically couldn't. Like stuck with like gunk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, only only when I would have like a cold or something though, not like normally. Those are some of like the scariest things because you wake up and you think you're blind. Right. You you you're trying to open your eyes and you just don't see anything other than the back of your eyelids and like you you just convince yourself real quick that you're never going to see again. Here's what I want to know and I've always wondered this cuz this this just made me think of it. I used to have issues like I had to get a different type of contact because I found out like I was allergic to the ones I was using, like something in them or whatever. And I was scratching my eye a lot, like because I would keep messing with the contacts and then I'd scratch them. So then that guy, I would get all like bloodshot and red and would get gunky like that when I slept like you're talking. But what is the correlation with when you have an eye problem like that? It automatically gives you a runny nose just for the day. Anytime I've had a scratched eye that whole day, because normally the pain only lasts a day, then yeah. you're over it the next day. That whole day, my nose will be running too. Really? I don't. It's always been like that. It's a correlation that I just don't understand. Wonder if like it has to do, yeah, with the sinus, sinus cavity sinus nerves behind your eyes. Or it's whatever. possible. Yeah, we're like you're. Your brain's just reacting to like it's like a defense mechanism, honestly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. I don't know. It's it's but it's weird, and I always hated it. Like why? Like why do I have a like? I get it. I have eye pain. Like just let me deal with the eye pain. I don't need a stuffy nose on top of it. And I'm not even talking like stuffy, can't breathe. I'm talking like runny as well. So it was just a shitty feeling. But thank God. You know, that hasn't happened to me in a long, long time since yeah. I've switched over. The worst is when you get one of those stuffy noses that both nostrils are just locked in. And, like, you're trying to blow the snot out, but it's just your your nose is just so packed and you're trying to talk and you sound, like, real weird like this. And it, I, I hate, dude, my sinuses have started to slowly start coming back because it's getting, like, cooler in the evenings and cooler in the morning so I can tell the weather's changing. And that's one thing once it gets cold. I don't mind the cold weather, but I'm not a fan of the runny noses and all that shit it, at all. It sucks. It's Runny noses just in general is like the worst thing. Oh. Can't stand it. Nah, yeah. I definitely agree. But so to switch gears here, the other day I posted just – I just was feeling nice, you know. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to post a picture on Facebook. So I posted a picture of me and Jake. No caption, nothing. For some reason, I know where this is going. <laughs> every single person that I'm friends with on Facebook commented "Happy birthday." <laughs> I know. On my picture. Dude, one of my family members texted me and said "Happy birthday." And I was like I was like it's it's not my birthday. My birthday's in December. And it he's like he's yeah. like I thought so. He's like, I thought I was going crazy. But, like, there was no caption or anything. And then my cousin texts me. He goes, dude, like, I think your post got hacked. All these people are saying happy birthday. <laughs> I, I didn't get it either. I saw that post, and I saw everyone saying that. And I was, like, thinking, like, my thing was screwed up. I was like, there's no caption on this picture. It doesn't even mention birthdays. And I, I was confused. I even released a statement on my picture <laughs> saying... It is neither Jake nor my birthday today. And still, after that, I probably had 10 more happy birthdays. You think, like, 
your friends just played a prank on you? No, because it wasn't my friends. Dude, Mr. Buclon was, was the first one people. to do it. I, yeah, I saw him on there. It was random, like, adults. Like Facebook friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I'm just going to roll with it, Yeah, I but guess. anyways, my birthday was great, guys. Thanks for asking. It was awesome. Um, I appreciate all the comments and love. <laughs> that is so funny that, yeah. that happened. <laughs> I know. I was just like, well, Jake, it's your birthday today, I guess. Happy birthday. But you want to know something that I want to address. Why? Why is a a source of light that's just wax, kind of smells good, cool little glass container, why are candles so expensive? I will never understand how something that is just made out of scent wax and a couple wicks in it can cost north of $20. That's crazy because I had on something on here to, as a question was, what do you think the biggest ripoff is? And my answer was candles. It, it is. Uh, it is a ripoff. I don't get it either. That's why, like, just buy your candle. Well, I don't know where you where'd you buy this bad boy Kroger. from. Kroger. Kroger. Still a little expensive at Kroger. Dude, it was probably like 15 bucks for that thing. I think Walmart has the best prices on candles, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, I don't get it either. I think it's just one of those things where it's like companies like Yankee Candle and stuff. Like It's like any of these other companies that are just crazy overpriced. It's like they're like a lifestyle brand. At the, You know what I mean? That's where it comes from. Like They're basically branding themselves as like... You know what I mean? Like you see, I know shit what you mean. And you're like, oh, this is the best I can get of that, and then you're kind of like, your brain just kind of goes numb and is like, I'll pay that. Yeah, I don't care. Tig, what are you seeing right now? I am looking at candles at the markup price of thirty six hundred dollars right now. What? And then I see like regular ones, like Joe Malone London Pomegranate Noir Luxury Candle. Four hundred ninety-five dollars. Well, what's what? Si- what side with one hundred twenty-five reviews? What? That means one hundred twenty-five people have reviewed it because they bought it. Wait, there's really a candle for thirty-six hundred dollars on yes. there? Free shipping, no tax. What website is this? Scully and Scully. Scully and Scully. But see, like that—that's th- one thing right there. There's no re- like. Those are the same people that buy like golden toilets and stuff i, yeah, I like need random to learn shit i ha- i was thinking of this out the other day there was some kind of brand i was thinking of i was like that is so overpriced but people are just buying it like and i can't so today of- i was looking up good running shoes i typed in google i got good shoes for you good running shoes the first site that popped up i forget was brooks or something 130 dollars for a pair of shoes I'll go up to fucking shoe department and buy $25 pairs of shoes like I have because I don't give a shit, man. $130, that's a ripoff. I just don't get how everything can keep getting more expensive and nobody's making money to pay for these things. Like, I, I, I don't understand how all of these prices... It, it's ridiculous to think that a candle could cost you 36 Let's just even say $36. Yeah, that's so expensive for a candle. 36 bucks, like, fuck, no. But what's wild is I still buy them. It's not that expensive. So do I. Here's the, <laughs> I'm kind of a candle addict and like, uh, Bath and Body Works yep. and, uh, like, Yankee Candle. We don't have a Yankee Candle store anymore at the mall. There used to be one. But they'll, they'll run, like, their promotional deal eventually, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where you can get, like, a bunch of candles 
like at a really good at a really good oh, deal, yeah. but it's still it's like expensive at the same. Did you say time. at the mall, yeah, dude. That's so funny you say that because when I was working at GNC, my boss was like, "I'll be right back," and he comes back. He's like, "I just got a bunch of cheap candles," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, we uh, we did it last year, like right around fall. My girlfriend and I we went into uh, Bath and Body Works and used like we combined like all these coupons, and then she had like some kind of other discount on top of the coupons. Got a bunch of candles for a good price. And here's the funny thing, like you smell a candle. Sometimes it, it at once you're burning it, it's not as good as when it when you smelled it. So like out of all those candles I bought, I only ended up burning one of them like to the finish, like just one of them. Okay. And it's like I, I don't want to get too far into the candle universe here, but just real quick, what 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 are your favorite kinds of smelling candles? Pumpkin. See, yeah, Pumpkin. I was gonna say like fall scents, like cinnamon roll. Vanilla. Pumpkin. What'd you say? Vanilla. Yeah, Yeah, like vanilla. Uh, Me and Jake got one from Kroger. Cookie snickerdoodle. Yeah. Fall-scented candles are the best. And once it hits that season, so like mid-September maybe, (laughs) I'll start burning like those kind of scents. I'll Mm. burn them all the way up through like January. Yeah. See, like a fruity, like like a spring-flavored candle, I'm like, you know, whatever. I don't really care. But, like, when you get that fall-scented candle, man, it just does something to you. Here, I'm going to keep us on the candle train for a second. Here's what bugs me. We're all big fans of the beach. You guys love the Outer Banks. Like, we we love the beach. I have yet to find a legit beach-scented candle. And And they have so many of them. But... I have. You just can't find one that's like actually. You, you smell that and you're like, oh shit, I'm at the beach. They're all like weird. You're like, like oh, this is beach uh, scented, and you smell it and you're like, oh, this smells like freaking uh, dish soap. Yeah, you're like, nah, that's not the beach. Okay, take. I, like, I see you have something to and say. What is it with the beach? You know, you get back from the beach and there's just sand everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's weeks on weeks. My you wash case. the clothes. You dump the suitcase twenty times and there's sand everywhere. <laughs> it is so true to think that. You can literally be as careful as you want with sand. When you're leaving the beach, you shake out your towels, whatever it may be. I don't be. even go on the sand. But when you come home, there's just sand fucking everywhere, dude. It's, well, it's crazy. Can you guys take naps on the beach? Yes. Because I yes. sure as hell can. I don't can? mean, yes. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. like, straight up in the sand. Oh, no. I usually fall asleep in my chair. No, I'm with you, JT. Don't even use the chair because yep. you're going to get it all sandy. You just lay down. Yes. You fall asleep and then you get burned. And then you wake up and you got sand in your ear and stuff. Because that's it, happened to me. Sand in your ear. Really? Oh, yeah. Because like, I was like passed out like face first. Not drunk. Just I fell asleep. Face first in the freaking sand. I woke up. My whole face is covered. I had sand in my ear. It sucked. Uh, that does suck. Spe- like, speaking but I'm of ears, beach. I got swimmer's ear for the first time. Oh, like, man. Years. I'm talking over 15 years. Got it this year at the beach. Sucked. So, yeah. Growing up, I was kind of a weird kid. uh, And I used to, like, really tackle the waves hard. Like, really hard. Like, kind of ridiculous. You know, you'd think maybe I had something wrong with me kind of (laughs) thing. I used to get... 
I used to get swimmer's ear really bad. And one year I had it sucked so bad, my ear was just completely filled. I could feel it, you know, the sand and the water stuck in there. And then I got crushed by a wave and my face slammed off the ground. Like it carried me face slammed off the ground. And the, everything flew out of my ear, and I was good as new. Just released. Yeah. Wow, that wave saved you. It did. I was good as new after it, that. It's weird to think how fearless I was when I was younger in terms of going in the ocean, riding waves and everything like that. But the older that I've gotten and the more shark weeks down that I have, I am petrified to go out there now. Really? I don't go out in the water anymore. Damn, that's, that's upsetting to know that like you once loved it. I used to be out there all day when we were there, and now I'm just, I, I think it's because, I don't know, I like to get my chair down low to where the water hits my feet and things and like that. And your chair sinks a little the bit. The chair sinks a little bit every time a wave comes, and then you might have to scoot back when it fucking crushes you. But I don't know, man, I've, I have lost my sense of going out in the water, but I, I do want to dial it back real quick. If there was a beach-scented candle... What would you expect to smell? Like, I don't know. Like, I can't describe it. I think would, you would agree with me that like, the ocean has a smell. Yeah. I would say, like, if you mixed that a little bit with, like, hints of, like, sunscreen. Okay. Literally. Love That's it. good, yeah. I mean, like. Good. Sunscreen. I don't know. Like, like, I, I don't think even know what could call make it a either. legit beach-scented candle. For, for some reason, the first thing that pops in my head when I think of the beach as one part of the candle, for some reason, I just keep thinking of vanilla. Like if it was like a vanilla, um, I, I don't, I don't want to say pine, but you know, sometimes I there's that. I agree with you. There's yeah. that. There's <laughs> that grassy stuff that went on you the beach. You don't? No, I there's think no wrong answers so, here. If someone except that one, yeah. <laughs> if someone's saying a beach scented candle, I'm immediately thinking of like. Like like a you can't even spit like it out. A fruity, more, more fruity than vanilla. I think like coconut oil. Yeah, is, like okay. is beachy. Yeah, like a That's fruity ish. Not vanilla and pine. <laughs> yeah, vanilla and pine. That like, sounds what, like Christmas. What, what beach are you at? Are you in Washington State? Trust me, boys. It's great. It's great where I'm at. Jake went down to Old Hawking Hills Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old the old smell of fresh pine and dead trout in the morning. Seneca Lake Beach. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I was just wondering because I, I, I do think a, a legit beach candle needs to happen. I just don't know what it would be. So here's a random question that has nothing to do with what we just talked about. It's what we do best Dude, here. We're pay, paying homage to our early episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do best all here. we did. I've been thinking of this, and I want everyone's answer. Is throwing a popsicle stick out your window littering? You know, I would say I would say technically yes, but like it's wood, right? So it's just kind of going back where it came from. Exactly. You know, my answer is going to be no because of that reason. There's branches and everything scattered throughout the grass. Why can't there just be a little wood? Stick yeah, it's out not there? hurting anything. No, but if we're being technical, yeah, it. I mean, like. I just like I've been getting a lot of star kisses from DQ the past month. Okay, and I'll crush them before I even get home. And I always have this thought: Should I throw this out the window? And I haven't yet because I keep wanting to bring it up and have you guys' opinion. And 
I don't know. Now, if you were saying a, I know this is completely different, but to put it in perspective, like if you were saying a McDonald's wrapper or a napkin, I'd say that's littering as fuck. Oh yeah, no but doubt. because it's just that little wood stick, I, I don't, I don't think it is. Here's what I have to say about littering: it's all bad, but like littering plastic is way worse than anything that's like paper or wood like that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because I think eventually, if a napkin gets rained on enough times, it's going to wither down and break down to be like nothing. Yeah. The popsicle stick's probably going to keep its shape for yeah. a while. A napkin but, has no back. But littering like, any kind of plastic material, now that's just awesome. That's but like just, a bird that, could pick up that popsicle stick and build its nest with it. Exactly. A, I mean, that's a great point. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? Mean? And that's honestly going to be more sturdy than any of the twigs it's going to find. Yeah, it's kind of perfect size. I mean, so really, we're they got quality piece of lumber. Right we there. are doing, <laughs> we are doing the wilderness a favor by leaving these popsicle sticks. I'm going to start laying them out. I might just build a bird feeder and start leaving popsicle sticks by it. Well, you know what I want to do is make a bee farm. Oh, that'd be cool. That's be always hard. intrigued me. It'd be very hard. Make your own honey. And you know what's crazy well, to me? Because one of my teachers in college, he had a bee farm, and they can keep themselves warm throughout the winter. Yeah, that just blows my mind. Just in their little beehive. Well, it's bees. Bees are awesome because they literally just follow the one matriarch, the queen bee. She literally does nothing, and they do everything to keep her happy. It's crazy. Are There's all, one. Go ahead. Are all the bees pussy whipped? Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. I think any kind of insect, though, that's like colony based like that, like ants, too, how it's like they build a colony. I think that's kind of wild that they're like they just do that. And I think Bugs Life <laughs> hit it on the nose. Bugs Life? Yes. In what, in what, such a good In movie. what sense? I, I think that's as close as a movie other than documentaries that they could get on what legit little like ant bugs would do. Ant bugs? Like the whole the movie was great, but the whole time they're just trying to get food uh for winter. Yep. It's fucking great. Ant dude, animals are fascinating. We are such pussies now with all this technology when I can literally order a subway sandwich to my door and a wolf has to go running around Whenever and try to attack something and kill it for well, food. Well, you know what's bullshit is Elm Grove Subway. Okay, that place is terrible. Oh, it's horrible. I, I'm the, not a big fan of Subway in general. Honestly. I love Subway, but the drive-through Elm Grove Subway, Subway, you'd think was run by a bunch of freaking idiots. <laughs> I just went there two days ago. Because you wait. Can't confirm. <laughs> you can't confirm. I can confirm. You can confirm. I've heard a lot of yeah. shit talked on this subway. It's true because you wait. the line takes forever. It's like nobody knows what's going on. It's like that's like a freaking a base where people go do get a job and do heroin all day together. It's crazy. They need to close that place. It needs shut down. It I does think. need shut down. It's, it is unique, though, that it has a drive through. Right? It, there's not many subway drive throughs Not that yeah, I know. There's for good not, reason. Yeah, there's right. not a lot of drive through sub subways, but... Well, the the one on National Road's money, though. 
I know it doesn't have a drop like in the plaza right oh, there. Oh, yeah, in Woodsdale. Yeah, yeah. that subway is legit, but I'm with you, man. The Elm Grove subway has slumped big time. And sometimes when I'm going through the drive-thru, and, I mean, JT nailed it on the head. It's like a big heroin party in there, yeah. and they're trying to make sandwiches. It's like the old Elm Grove subway and Russell Stover up at the Highlands are, are teaming up together. <laughs> is Russell Stover going down the shitter? Do you know anyone that goes to Russell Stover's? <laughs> I guess not. Have you ever talked to anybody that said, hey, just left Russell Stover? I swear that's no, a drug. I've never been it's there. It's a drug. What do they call this? Drug, a front. Drug, a front. I swear yeah. it's a drug front. That place has been there for It was one of the OGs. Years. Yeah. Well, I've I mean, never what, seen they, it. What do they sell there? Candy? Chocolates? Like <laughs> Nobody knows. Cocaine? Yeah. Meth? Heroin? Well, I learned something new this week, too. You know, Smoker Friendlies, they sell fake pee. What? They literally sell bottles of fake pee for drug tests. Where? Can you believe that? Oh, uh, no. That, that, no. Nope. I mean, the fact that it's fake pee. Yep. Is it advertised as fake pee? Listen, I don't know what you could advertise a little glass bottle of shit that looks like pee as. It blew my mind. That is crazy. I'm like, I asked the lady, I was like, is this legal? I was like, can you actually do this? She's, she like, yeah. She's like, yeah. But like, can you believe that? I guess it's legal to sell. It even, comes with, using it. it even comes with hand warmers <laughs> to warm it. That's fucking. Wow. Okay, that's crazy. But like, how can you actually do that? Sorry if what anyone a business to this. And- what, do you, what do you think the guy looked like that started that company? What do you think he looks like? He's probably <laughs> he was the kid in drug-free clubs of America in high school that could never pass his drug test and had to take his friends pee all the time. He's like, hey, I could start a business out of this. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I I've heard of sorry, smoker friendly. If you're trying to secretly sell that, and I got you. I've caught. heard of places where you can go get fake pee, but I never knew smoker friendly. Was they one. literally have it. Yeah, I was gonna say. I remember places in Morgantown sold the, yeah. the fake. It pee. just kind of blows my mind. Yeah, that is wild. I mean, dude, I I was thinking of Morgantown earlier, dude, and I was just thinking about those moments like Friday and Saturday night. When you'd be walking up, yeah, there'd be fights sometimes, but we normally were never around that stuff. But you'd be walking up High Street, and there'd just be so many people out there. Everybody was just having the time of their life. And, like, to think now, it is starting to hit me to think now that these kids are getting sent to school and they're expected not well, to, to do that. Yeah. Well, I just got overcame with a feeling in my body. Right? <laughs> I was thinking about it earlier, sitting there on the couch, I'm like, those moments where we would all just be walking up High Street, it'd be so dark or cold. The best ones are the cold nights where we'd all be standing yeah. there in our fucking like skimpy shirts and shorts because you didn't want to get hot in the bar and your fucking shit. Because hoes don't get cold. Yeah, hoes just don't get bar cold. hopping, like but walking around. Like, it's, I don't know. It's I don't know crazy. if we were just oblivious to it when we were there because we were intoxicated majority of the time. Um, I was there on High Street this week for work. It's like bad. There's just a lot of crackheads and I mean the, the homeless. I, I think we've talked about it before. The homeless problem down there is not good. Yeah, it just I just felt unsafe. I've never felt unsafe on High Street. It, really? It's like kind of yeah. when you get to like when once you reach the Dollar General, which is like far back High Street, like you got to keep going and it's on the left. Yeah. Once you reach that, 
it, it gets a little bit more sketchy for yeah. sure. Do you think it's always been that way and we literally just didn't care it, oh, it's about anything? Been all that way. Because I know sure way. as hell when I was in college, I didn't. I didn't think about that. It, I didn't think, think about, about that think stuff. Think about how, like, how often were you on High Street just like during the day? Yeah, not really ever. Not ever. Like yeah. normally when you're down there, like when you're surrounded, like Jake said, like h- hundreds and hundreds of other college students. Awesome. Like, yeah. That's all you notice. You're, yeah. you're like, you're like, I'm in a uh, like this is my atmosphere. Yeah. I'm, I'm around a bunch of peers. You know what I mean? Like, dang, that's good times, man. You don't think about. I mean, like, and by that hour too, like the homeless people and stuff, they're I don't know, they're out doing shit. whatever. They're, yeah, they're only there during the day because they're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it, it is. It does give you that feeling, like, uh, especially some reason you said when it's cold, it was cold. It, you know, remember you're pre gaming at home or at your buddy's house, and your guys, and you're like, all right, guys, let's go, and you walk down, and it's you'd, cold. You'd be drunk enough. To walk there, and you got a chill, but yeah. you never really froze. But you you were drunk enough to get that chill, and then once you left, you'd walk home, and it would be like zero degrees or whatever, snow and all that shit, and you just didn't feel a thing. Those I don't know about you. I, I was miserable if I ever had to walk in like those type of temperatures. My favorite going out weather was for sure when you're at like the beginning of the fall. And it'll be like a cool fifty-five degrees yep. one night. You're walking to High Street, and like that smell of falls in the air. Oh my god! I'm just I'm being overcome right now with, <laughs> with memories and like feelings. It's weird. I like since it's almost like I feel like I regressed a little bit in life now in terms of freedom. Like I was so much more carefree and like just living back then. Well, like you now, you I feel like. Not that way. <laughs> well, you, you don't, you don't like really think of things when you're in that mindset. You no. know, the one thing that you have to do is pass the classes, or if you have a job, you have to pass classes and work. That's it. And then the rest of the time, you're just having so much fun, and you're not even thinking about real life because it's not real life. No, it wasn't. That's it, exactly that. That puts it into perspective. That wasn't real. It's life. it literally is a show or a movie, like. Those college years, to me, I look back at them in my head like I'm watching a show. That that that, that was not that's not real life to me. We should make a documentary about college, dude. I'm telling Jeez. you, people might not ever get to have. Co- I mean, I'm being positive. I think things will go back to normal. But to think that a new normal could occur, where some some of these things maybe never will be able to happen like they used to. That's why I'm just I, I'm. I'm just very thankful that we got to do it at the time that we did. It, yeah, yep. it's sad. It's so sad. Dude, because it, it always brings me back to the freaking Book of Eli. It does. Any, th- line, any little know, thing yeah. we talk about, though, uh, cause, just because she was like, well, what was it like before? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what someone, a freshman in college, could ask us. Who kn- it could be like this forever. Who knows? They could ask us, well, what was it, what was it like before? You know, like, what was it like before all this happened? And we have to tell them because they ha- that's the only way they can kind of feel like they did it. Yeah. Is, you know, through vicariously through us. Yep. Yeah. Which it's, you know, it's, it's, it is weird because who knows how the future will be. I mean, I, ho- I feel bad for young kids like just getting into college. That's such an exciting time. And it's like, I hope they can experience some of that. I know. You know, dorm life right now, specifically, if like, if we're talking freshmen, has to be. 
just weird, man. And that's to be I, I miserable. Can't, I can't imagine the restriction. Like, how do they do that? So many of those dorms down there at WVU are shared bathrooms between two dorm rooms. I, you know, I don't know what the restrictions they put in place in terms of, of dorms. Yeah, dorm life right now for a freshman has to be the worst thing ever. But like, let's really think about it because I've tried. What could they do different? I don't know with, with how all of those dorms are set up. There's no, there's no, no way be, because you you can't just like go every other room. Yeah, because then we're, you're gonna not be able to house how many freshmen and and you can't go like one person to a side because like we just said you wouldn't be able to fit them so that's why i do think of the restrictions of the dorm life but then i'm thinking there's to me it's almost impossible to change you could try to be as safe as you want but it, it's just a fact to think now that there could be a point where they might have to just stay in their dorms just and leave just for class and that's it which I mean, that sounds kind of miserable. So I, I know I've been on here saying, like, whatever, I wouldn't have cared about school. High school, I still feel I wouldn't have given a shit if that was all online. But college is just – it's a different animal because it's its one of the only times in your life where it's not real. <laughs> I keep going – like, you just pass school yeah. and you have the best fun with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, amazing I mean, times. Yeah. Really. But then I think of it like – I think – uh whether it's high school or college, both, they need to, like, get more, like, um, counseling class. Could you imagine just being, like, locked in your dorm room? No. You know what I mean? Like, I I hate to say that, but, like, I feel like in that case, like, kids not being able to do anything, go anywhere, like, could definitely raise, like, the suicide rate. Well, and you don't, you, you don't you know realize... What I mean? like, you don't realize how quick you become socially awkward too when well, you're yeah. not around uh-huh. people. You 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 really don't realize it. And if if you would have to be by yourself for a month or two, luckily, hopefully, they would have a do- dorm mate. I would assume so they'd have somebody to interact with. But you you really don't re- like. I I remember my like panicky time when all this started, and yeah, I was going out to work. But when I would go out and see people that I knew. I do remember the point where I was like, oh, shit, like, do I dap you up? Do I hug you? Uh Are we standing across? It's still kind of like that. I know. It's weird. Fist bumps have become the new norm, and, like, I can't untrain myself to just go with an open hand. I know. I I even did it at work this past week with an old guy. I was talking to some manager or whatever, and I just went like this. I was like, are we shaking? He didn't want to do it, and I respected it, but it was, like, so awkward for me. do you know why uh, the handshake started? No. Long time ago. So the reason why they shook hands before like interacting was to show that their sword hand was empty. Oh, okay. okay. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like Damn. that, too. That, that's wild. Big fan of sword play. You know what I mean? I like, love the medieval genre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh, and it is fucking crazy to think that the United States was just started from people just leaving their countries and just being like, fuck this place. I'm moving somewhere else. And now we're all just still chilling here. Yeah, but we can't get along. Yeah, everybody just everybody just complains and argue. Not us, though, boys. Not us. No, we're good. We're so good. Did you guys hear about Ben Affleck? Oh. Very exciting stuff. Mm, this is very exciting. Go stuff. ahead. Uh, Onward. So let's hear more. I think it, I, it was sometime this week. I can't remember what day. Um, 
So they announced in the new Flash movie that's coming out in 2020 that Ben Affleck's going to reprise his role as Batman for the movie. But we already know that Michael Keaton is also reprising his role as Batman in the same movie. So basically, I know I think Marvel's touching into the same thing with the Doctor Strange movie, right? Like a multiverse. Yeah. The, uh, it has to be just because the title's Madness in the Multiverse. You would assume that stuff like that would start happening. So DC's kind of doing it now almost like to umbrella in all of the movies that they've ever made. This movie is going to touch a lot on like a multiverse within the DC worlds or whatever. And so basically what they're saying is now that it's a possibility that anyone that's ever played any DC characters could make an appearance well, mm -hmm. as, you know, because their character was just in an alternate you universe know what, as a different. You know, it would be the ultimate way, the ultimate thing, if that was the case that they're trying to do. CGI Heath Ledger's Joker, right? Fuck. And you know who who could actually, if you look at like side by side pictures, who could actually be him? But like as with his face CGI'd over top is Joseph Gordon Levitt. True. If if you like look up like side by sides of them, they look a lot alike. How sick would that be if like they got like a decently good same amount same actor that kind of looked the same as Heath Ledger. And like CGI'd his face on there. Even if it's just like a small cameo, like yeah, just a yeah, part, just even a part something to small, just even yeah. reference that like he still exists yeah. in a universe, yeah, like that'd be really really cool. And we know it's possible, like with um, they've done that with some of the Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, with the it's old definitely faces, possible. and then Paul Walker. Yeah. Well, and then that opens the door for the opportunities to where if these actors or actresses wanted to come back and still make more movies, they potentially could still make like the same kind of movies with different actors and actresses and always make it a thing to where they somehow cross over into that universe. So you nailed it on the head. I don't know where you saw it, but it is like they're fixing everything, all the mistakes. It, yeah, it's almost like they're blanketing in everything that they've ever done. Because, well, fuck, I think we talked about it two episodes ago. It was like one, how we started one of the episodes, and I was saying, like, how I was saying, I can't tell DC what to do, but, yep, like how many times can you restart your franchise? Theoretically, this is a good idea. And I, and not a lot of information is out cast-wise about this movie yet. Like, we keep getting little announcements like this. Well, this was a pretty big one. But we keep getting announcements, and I really think we're just kind of scratching the surface for this movie. It doesn't come out till 2022. I think we might possibly see a lot of other actors that play DC characters, like, in the past reprise their role Be as awesome. an alternate universe version of them like of the character i mean really we only have just a few names that are cast in this movie so far so i think the sky's the limit and i i do it sounds like the director and everyone is that's what they're going for like they're trying to pull back these these you know older names i mean how crazy would it be if christian bale made an appearance oh man be wild for sure but to uh Reminisce on the good times. We got a few hypotheticals here. Okay. Okay, start off number one. Which Disney princess would you want as your beer pong partner? Oh, I'm shit. I'm going Moana simply because she's sexy. Okay. So which which actress would play Moana in a live-action version of her? 
That's not the question. I know, but I'm <laughs> because if she's sexy, I want to be able to picture a real Moana. The girl that, that plays her voice. Look her up afterwards. Okay. All right. I mean, really, mine, I just feel like you have to pick Cinderella. I mean, the adversity that she went through trying <laughs> to find that golden slipper and to just to just be able to find it and her dreams come true. I mean, she started she started from the bottom and now she's here. So Bef- shout out Cinderella. Before I give my answer, I have to ask a question. I can't remember if this was ever announced. Was was it ever officially announced that Mulan was a Disney princess? I'd say she. I'd, I'd say, say she, she is. Was. She's probably going to be my pick. But if she's not an official Disney princess, then I, I'm probably going Ariel. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Respect. I'm sure she's nice with it. <laughs> go ahead, Tig. Oh, I would definitely go Mulan as well. The accuracy. I mean, she's got yeah, arrows, I mean. arrow ability, you know, kind of like an Apollo. Also, shout out Mulan movie coming out uh, September 4th. Is that going to be Disney, Disney Plus? Plus? But it's Disney Plus only, and then you have to pay another $20. Yeah, I saw that. What the hell is up with that? So, <laughs> terrible marketing. That's horrible. Or terrible, like, yeah. scheme, I guess. I don't yeah. know. They should have made it 20 for people who don't have Disney Plus and for, like, do $5 for Disney Plus yeah. or just make it free. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't get that. Don't That's know. very odd to I'm me. I'm excited for the movie, though. So am I. I will probably I watch it, it illegally. I think I've talked about it before on here, but I think it's actually going to have a little bit, little bit more of like an adult vibe to it. I think it's going to be PG like 13. It looks badass. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be yeah. really good. I don't think Mooshu's in it, though, so no, that sucks. No, I know, yeah, but still. Um, what is one movie that Tiggs recommended that, you'll actually, that you're actually going to watch this year? I'll probably say National Treasure. Because I've never seen oh, it. Oh, man. You, I can't believe you haven't seen that. <laughs> he just laughs. Or The re- Replacements. That was before I came yeah, on, actually. Have yeah. you yeah. ever Jesus. watched The Replacements? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ongoing joke. That literally a, a, almost a year's worth of the same joke. <laughs> Damn. I, I mean, I think also the only big one that I can think of that I haven't seen would be National Treasure. So probably I'll say National you Treasure, too. What? You guys, all right, so if you're going to sit down and watch it, just watch the both of them, like, yeah. right in a row. All right. They're good. That's what you got to do. Gotcha. They're very, very good movies. Or back-to-back nights. Yeah. Have you watched Ford v. Ferrari yet? No. Well, so there that, you go. That was going to be my answer. There you Ford, go. But I was just, before we started the episode, I was telling Jake and Tig how I tried out my parents' Comcast login, and it gave me access to HBO Max. So I've just started using HBO Max this week. And allegedly it's on there, right? It's on there. So I'm going to watch it on there. I just watched, quick shout out to anyone looking for a movie to watch. I watched Seth Rogen's new mo- movie, An American Pickle. Just a, it's just a outrageous, <laughs> just an outrageous premise. Outrageous like, name. Out, yeah, outrageous <laughs> name. So Seth Rogen plays two characters in it. He plays himself and like his great-great-grandfather. And... um I won't give anything away. Just a crazy, stupid, like, when you hear the plot, you'd be like, that movie's going to be dumb as hell. Actually, very, very good. Some serious moments that, like, kind of tug at the heartstrings just a little bit. Nothing nothing major, but, like, very, very good movie and very well acted on top of, like, little moments of outrageousness. I, I definitely recommend it. So, but 10 out of 10 on. would recommend. Okay. I like this question a lot. If you could change into any animal at will, what animal would you choose? Oh, damn. I'm going a wolf. Just because right. I feel like I am one, kind of. You know, like the wolf of Wall Street, I'm just <laughs> turning into, like, an actual wolf. I don't know. I like wolves a lot. They're, they just, uh, 
they're dogs, but they if if you you feel like you can just like look into their soul, you know? Yeah. When you watch like a nice wolf documentary, it's like there's like they have a soul in them. You can see it in their face, you know? They got their families, they they're not just a dumb animal, is what I'm trying to say. You yeah. know? I don't know, man. That's tough. I think I would probably turn into maybe a jaguar. Nice. You know, I, I don't want to be a lion or a tiger, but I do want to have that those cat-like reflexes. I, I just want to be able to get something when I want, and with those claws and the speed and the agility, I think I can just come through in the clutch. I I also am a big fan of wolves. Yeah, there's something I, about them. You know what I'm trying to say. I, I You know, I love the Starks. They just have something. And just wolves in general. Very, very, very cool animal. Yeah. It's like that animal, like you said, like you kind of just feel like they're, it's a very spiritual yes, animal. That's like, the exact I'm word. one with the wolf. They are very I spiritual. I am a wolf. Yeah. But, but I'm going to, exactly. I don't want to steal your answer, so I'm going to go. I would say any large, big breed of cat. Yep. Lion, tiger, jaguar, panther, cheetah. Cheetah. I think, they, Snow I think leopard. technically cheetahs are not considered a big cat. Did you know really? that? Really? Yeah. Oh, dang it, man. I watched a documentary. Well, good for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name. Some kind of leopard. It's not, I don't got to get into it, but it was just like the what oldest. Was it on? Um, Disney Plus. Was it? Okay. I think it's called Big Cats. All right. I think. Yeah. They're but it, it, it was just showing that they're like the oldest species of cat, like around. Some kind of leopard. They got a weird looking face. They kind of look like an Asian person. Yeah. The, the Disney uh, nature docs are. Definitely. Good. I didn't mean. I just that's they got a face. They got a different face. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Dig. I would say maybe like a hawk or a falcon or something. You know, something quick, you can change quickly to. You can travel fast, go above the water, and just like if you're in trouble, turn into a bird. No one's jumping and catching that. You know. Yeah. You can you can escape and maneuver very well. You're kind of untouchable there. Uh, so can I just bit. say that like you, all, all of our choices. We're at one point a um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Zord <laughs> that went with with one of the Rangers. Dang, really? Falcon. You said Falcon. That was a White Ranger. You said a Wolf. Pretty sure Blue Ranger at one point used a Wolf. We said Big Cats. Yellow Ranger is Saber Tooth Tiger. Hell just yeah. saying, yeah. dude. And JT just said that some cats look Asian, no. so I'm not gonna go past that. <laughs> We may have to cut that. No, out. dude, it's funny. I know what you meant. Dude. I just meant like he, they just look different. Like they cut it out. Yeah, shout out. There Seth. are Siamese cats. We have I to. I just cut it literally out. said earlier in this episode that we don't edit our episodes. I can't. We can't renege on that. Yeah, we're we're not going to. Go ahead. Do you, you have another one, or you want to? Oh yeah, I have you want to tie it up. Keep, Keep them coming. coming. I have another one. Uh, Here all night. You're standing in a field, and all of a sudden, a craft crash lands onto it. Among the rubble, you see very clearly the body of an extraterrestrial. As you rush to him, he whispers out, don't let them take me, and then passes out. What do you do? Call the authorities or take the creature and try to protect it from them? Holy shit, this is easy. I'm taking this man and helping him out, bro. I'm literally going to do my best to get that guy to wake up 
because I know that if shit hits the fan, he'll take me with him. If I have to go, I'll have another place to escape. All I'll have to do is use my watch and hit a button, kind of like how Nick Fury has his little pager with Captain Marvel. And if shit hits the fan, I hit that button and the aliens come get me and I'm good. Team human, baby. I Stick with your own race. I'm just saying, Team man. Team human. I'm just saying. I'm calling someone saying, hey, listen, there's a fucking alien right here on the ground. We got to put him in some chains. What? And some chains. We got to lock him up. He's You're on one this us. episode. What take we... him to Area 51. You guys know what I'm saying. Oh, I know what you're saying. I know. I, I, that, that's a tough question, dude. First of all, it's going to really depend on what the alien looks like. Yeah. If I walk up to that alien and he's terrifyingly, like, looks like, uh, like the aliens from Independence Day. Yeah. Or, uh... <laughs> Or um, what, just the movie Alien. Like, if it looks like those types of aliens, I'm out. I'm not calling anyone. I'm just out. I'm yeah, running. Okay. Okay. Like, I just don't want involved. That's what. That's my feeling on the whole thing. Because I feel like if I call the authorities, oh, then you're going to be that guy that, like, the Secret Service or CIA, they don't let you just resume your normal life because you saw aliens. I totally. So they're going to be like, yo, dude, like, we're either going to wipe your brain, men in black style, or, like, you're just going to stick around with us for a good while. I totally just flipped the script on my own self. You have Sam Witwicky comes in contact with the Bumblebee. Those became his boys, the Transformers. Dude, listen, I'm telling yeah, you. That's I'm, right? I'm squatting up with the aliens, bro. They know a lot more I, things and they're yeah, more advanced totally, than us. If they're friendly. Let's just assume they're friendly. Okay. Dude, I totally just kind of... I guess it would just depend. Like It, it does. There's yeah. a lot of factors going on there. It's true. Take. Yeah. What do you think? Please tell me you're on my side. So, as now an enlisted member of the United States Air Force, my professional answer would be, I would alert the authorities. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Respect of respect, alien life, yes. so respect. that we can control and maintain. I respect our beloved country. Respect, respect. Yeah, there's just so many risks involved with that. I just just ta- talking about aliens now just hits different for me because you know thinking our whole lives that they didn't exist and now to know that there really are aliens when you hear about these things that. Kind of just makes it, for me at least. It makes me think in a different perspective what, that it the, could really the, happen. The Pentagon said that like they confirmed that there was a craft that was not made on Earth. Yeah, and they they just announced there's a new which it's probably been around forever, but there's a new like space force type thing where people are studying, you know, what would happen if other people came to us. And Elon, he just puts that Iron Man suit on. He gets strapped up. He'll save us. I feel like Elon. Subconscious is on t- Twitter, or his conscience. I feel like he's more himself <laughs> on Twitter. Like I feel like he's like a robot. Yeah, I, I just think it's because he's he so smart. He communicates better on Twitter than he does in human life. Well, yeah, because he doesn't have to actually think. What but do you get what say? I'm saying? It's like the movie, like uh, what's the movie with Johnny Depp, Transcendence or something? He dies, but his consciousness goes to. And all these computers. Yeah. I'm and with I, you. I feel like that's how. I feel like Elon Musk is like Ultron. Okay. Respect. Or like Cyborg. You yeah. know, you get what I'm saying? Or he can Jarvis. Like, 
it, yeah, Jarvis. Perfect. That's what I feel like Elon Musk is. I do see that. I do see that. But I don't know, boys. I think it's it's been a time, I think. Um, it's been wild. The thi- so this episode will drop on Sunday, and then that Tuesday will be our one-year anniversary. Um, we touched on it in the beginning, but it's definitely been – one of the funnest things that I've ever done and will continue to do. And I'm just looking forward to the future. So make sure to check us out. Twitter and Instagram at the juice box pod. Make sure to follow at CRM Sim Racing, Country Roads, Motorsports. Shout out Hank. Let's let's just keep going, baby. Yeah, guys. Happy one year. Uh this very shirt that I have on was the very shirt that I wore the first episode. Uh, oh so my gosh. here we go, Hakuna Matata. Uh, shout out Kyle and Country Roads Barbecue. Keep doing your thing, Kyle. Thank you for all the help you've given us. Yep. And uh, yeah, you can catch me on Instagram at jtnixon underscore on Instagram. I'm on the Juicebox Podcast Twitter. That's at the Juicebox Pod. That's at the Juicebox Pod. Follow us on Facebook, the Juicebox Podcast. We are not the Diabetes, the Juicebox Podcast. You can catch me on Twitter at Tiggy Nation, T-I-G-G-Y-N-A-T-I-O-N. And shout out to all the guests for coming on and sharing your awesome stories. And, uh, yeah, let's just keep it rolling. And you can catch me on Instagram at Money in the Bank Tigs. <laughs> yeah, guys, it's been a crazy ride. And I, I honestly i am just excited for the future and going forward and what else we're going to do in, in another year's time. I think big things are coming. Things are looking up. we got more things in place. I'm just real excited about it. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it was mentioned already. Tobacco Pipe also on Wednesdays. Midnight Gamer on Fridays. Um, We do actually have another T-shirt run in the works right now. I'm not going to give any details, but just stay tuned. They're going to be pretty awesome. And um, I'll make a personal post that will repost on the Juicebox pages um, regarding all the information once... Once I feel it's the right time to release it. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be really awesome. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at JuiceboxZar. That's Z-A-R. Z as in zebra, A as in apple, R as in respect. R as in Reebok. Don't get it twisted. All right. Bye. Bye. I'm not the baddest bitch you like. <laughs> it ain't my fault.